Well, call me 22 Jump Street because I'm here once again with Jonah Hill in the upstairs bedroom in the West um, for another episode of I Want to Hear You Slowly. It's I-W-H-Y-S, podcast number six, I think. Number six. Number six. Damn. How have we not given up yet? I know. (laughs) Um, we're getting close though. No, it's no. We we do be vibing though. Uh, recording this one a little bit earlier in the day, and yes, I've got a lot more free time. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, Jonah Hill, welcome. Yeah, welcome man. back. How's it going? Yeah, no, not bad. Got a bed frame. Yeah, I oh, know. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm no, not a fan. I, I don't like it. I was mattress on the floor for. A now month and now I have to sit on the edge of this bed. Like yeah, some, like like I'm actually sophisticated. I know, which I don't like. You are wearing very nice jeans, though, so oh, I think the sophistication you. is mostly from your good self. It's a rouse. <laughs> it's a ruse. It's a fugazi. It's, it's a, a fugazi. fugazi. It's a fugazi. Very well, I too like Matthew McConaughey. Hey. Yeah, have you seen have you seen that film where like there is like basically no plot line and Matthew McConaughey's in it and he says like one of the most fuck things you've ever heard. It's like it's so. It's obviously that the movie was made in the nineties, and it's, it's. I think it's called Dazed and Confused, mm. and it's the one where Matthew McConaughey's like, high school girls. I love them. I, yeah. that, I keep getting older, and they say the same age, and I'm like, wow. What a weird thing to say. What Round a weird thing to keep course. in a film. Obviously yeah. made in the nineties. Of course. Shit film. There's just no fucking storyline in it either. Like, it's just about some kid, it's like, let's get the freshman! Let's beat up the freshman! And it's just about this kid running away from all these seniors in, in, in American high school, and it's like, let's get him! He's the freshman! Let's beat him up! Freshman! Mm. Funny! Nice one. Yeah. That's Good shit. That's, yeah. It's now a film discussion podcast. We just talk <laughs> mediocre 90s films. <laughs> Have you seen Highlander? I think it's called Highlander. No. It's awful. Like, I, my dad loved it when he was younger, and he showed us, and it's basically like this immortal dude from the dawn of time who uses a sword and speaks in a really weird Scottish accent. And it's got, um, God, James Bond, Scottish accent. Um, he's no. in Ru- 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 Hunt for Red October. I won't know, though. I won't know. Oh, man. I can't believe I've forgotten. I'm going to get butchered for that. I'm going to remember that later in the podcast. Um, but he's... He plays a dude who has a South American name but speaks in a Scottish accent and it's got the worst special effects I've ever seen. And, yeah, it's awesome. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, this is the content you're looking for. So. Six people listen to this. Six people listen to this podcast. this last week. Hello hello to all of you. You could probably fit in here, actually. We should have a live podcast recording. (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't. Big week. Uh, not really. Actually, how was your week before we get stuck into the other stuff? Damn. My week was very boring. All I do is I go on walks. I work two days a week and I go on walks. That's all I do now. That's pretty cool. Any, any walks you'd recommend? Um, I go to Sanatorium Lake. Nice. Up at Mount Macedon. Nice. You went this Lake. week. Yeah, but there was like little dry spells where you could go up and it was nice. Yeah, man. Pur- purdy. Yeah, yeah. And the air is just more crisp. It is crisp. Up there. You don't notice it until... Until you, you get there, yeah. Yeah. It's like, mmm. I can see where they bottle it up in the Lorax. 
<laughs> yeah, but they didn't even bottle up like mountain air. I think no, it was just, just normal air. air. Yeah. yeah, fresh air making your party pop or whatever. I can't remember. I remember two things from the Lorax, and that's one of them. And the other one is that when that guy just starts marching around singing Let It Die. Fuck, I know someone yeah. that, that knows the whole film. Just, like, the whole transcript of the grow. film. No, not just the, the songs. Like, the, the dialogue. Script. The whole yeah. script of the film. Like, woof. Jeez. I don't know how you do it. But anyway, let's that talk is... about free trade. Let's talk about free trade. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to start this. So, basically, this week, there's... This is going to be a long intro, but bear with me. But... There's the Labor National Conference this week, and that's really big, especially... What's that? So it's basically where all the, the cobbers come together and outline the policy, the debate, sort of stand binding agreements that Labor members will yeah. sort of agree to for the Federal Party. Um, and it's really important because Labor still has a very big union presence, mm-hmm. which is basically, it's sort of grassroots... Which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. We like this. Um, so, what's happened is that the, the unions will always have certain agendas that they really want the federal party to stick to, to protect their members, to basically protect workers. It means that you, you're looking after the conditions workers are working in, you're looking after their, their wages in a country where we haven't had much wage growth at all in the last decade. So, what's happening is that the Electrical Trade Union and the Manufacturing Workers Union... Uh, desperate. I thought for it was maritime nah. workers. Manufacturing. Okay, sorry, my bad. Um, they're desperate for the Federal Labor Party basically to vote against all free trade agreements that are coming up, and are working really hard to try and bind the party to vote against the legislation. Which means that there'll be no free trade agreements that Labor will vote with if the government puts through anything forward. The Liberal government. This is this is significant. It sounds not very, but it's it's significant because it means that we're basically seeing what sort of policy the Labour Party is going to take to the next election, whenever that is. Um, probably, we'll say, probably have to be sometime next year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was thinking that would be this year, but after everything that's happened, yeah, apart no, from doubt Biden, it. no way. So, yeah, and there's, so half the party, basically the union part of it is going, let's, let's disagree with free trade agreements. And the other half's going, yeah, I don't know about that one. Because in 2019, under Bill Shorten's leadership, Labor voted for free trade with Indonesia, Hong Kong, and Peru. Can you outline what free trade agreements, bilateral and multilateral, are? Basically, you don't pay tariffs on imports or exports. Yeah. So all that'll mean... So it doesn't sound like much, like you can get shit from wherever. But it basically means that in some countries, unlike Australia, the cost of manufacturing things is significantly less. Yeah. So if let's just say we have a free trade agreement with Indonesia... If you're an Australian company and you're like, hmm, I want to get, I don't know, JBL Charge 3 speakers made in bulk and I want to buy them and I want to give this warehouse a contract to make them, it costs you, it'll cost you X amount to import, to get it from Australia and it will cost you Y amount to get it from Indonesia, but you don't have to pay it, pay basically for it to get imported from Indonesia. Mm. You don't have to foot that bill. So it's going to be substantially cheaper to get it from Indonesia, which means that any sort of business businessman will choose to get this stuff imported. And that will mean that you'll lose a ton of manufacturing jobs in Australia. It's or, also that the countries that they mainly do free trade deals with are countries that don't have any workers' rights. Exactly. Basket, and you can basically yeah. just pay them Two 30, bucks a day. 30 mm-hmm. cents an hour yeah. to do hardcore manual labour. Yeah. And the only really way that Australian manufacturing can compete 
is by just slashing the conditions of its staff mm. or the pay of their staff to a point where it basically just gets to abuse. So that's why we have... That's why the car industry in Australia collapsed, basically. Um, well, the liberals, That's why the art scene the art, yeah. in Australia collapsed. It's because stuff is too expensive to, to run. Yeah. And the government... And it's, long, cheaper yeah. to just, it's cheaper to just import yeah. them. It's, yeah. <clears throat> Same with even, like, it's becoming construction work. It's cheaper to get labour from overseas and literally fly people in than to get Australian... That's so Malaysia of us. I know, it's like, very it's nice. Very, it's very... Like yeah, it's really. very... Well, they're, they're pretty bad. <laughs> How many people have died yes, in those yeah, stadiums? Exactly. So this is substantial because we basically get to see what sort of Labour Party will go to the election. Will it be one that will really stand up for workers' rights in Australia and support sort of the, the manufacturers, construction people, people who work at trade, basically? Or will we go for, let's import everything at low cost and just debilitate those jobs? What team are you on? Or like uh, on this, like what stance you have? I I think that free trade has some benefits, mm. but not in this case. No. So you should basically, for manufacturing, have it homemade as much as you can. It just yeah, you just got especially like like in the well in the back end, hopefully touch wood. Um, in the back end of a pandemic or the end of a pandemic, I just yeah, I just let across and touch my wooden. <laughs> I, just, I just I just heard the slightest little. Yeah. yeah. I'm leaving that in. I'm not editing that out. Okay, cool. um, but um, yeah, at the back end of a global pandemic, and well, we hope so. To sort of eliminate manufacturing entirely would be a silly sausage maneuver. Mm. Thoughts? I know your thoughts, but you need to enunciate <laughs> well, them. Well, before we made this podcast, <laughs> Patty was a bit like dumb. No offense, Pat. Yeah, get out. <laughs> yeah, well, Paddy, Paddy and I disagreed with this all the time. Like, I remember at social gatherings, people just didn't really want to talk to us. <laughs> Paddy and I were just like, free trade is good. That's Paddy. And I'm like, no, fuck free trade. And, and no one would hang out with us at parties. Yeah, no, it was a really sad time. <laughs> but I'm a heavily, heavily... Heavily, 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 heavily anti-free trade. Again, obviously, it depends on the deal. But most times, the deals are shit. Yeah. A dog shit. The art of the deal. And when I think about dog shit free trade deals that we have done, I think of John Howard and George W. Bush. Yeah. I know, this is a weird take from me. Me not happy with something that Americans did. I know, I know. I don't normally, I don't normally talk about that. It's yeah. But, this, is, this is wild. <laughs> this is freaking but basically, wild. Basically, John John Howard and George W. Bush had like a really good relationship. Like they were really good mates, and that mainly came from the Iraq War, I think, as well. And when I think it was Bush that proposed the idea of a free trade deal to um, to Howard, Clinton proposed a similar deal to Keating. And Keating told him to get fucked. Because what the, what was in that deal was free trade for digital content. And digital content meaning music, yeah. TV shows, films. And that is what creates a culture. Yep. 
and think about it. Yeah. What are your favorite TV shows? Yeah, yeah, Who exactly. are your favorite artists? Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Yep. Yeah. And it makes me really sad because what kind of has happened is that it's so much easier for Channel 10 to import episodes of Modern Family and other TV shows yeah. than what it is for us to actually create them here. And when we do create them here, they're just fucking dog shit. Like, yeah. they just are. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I watched an Australian film and I was like, that was really good. Actually, not to be fair, I watched one recently and it was really good. What did you say? It was called Baby Teeth. It's about this, like, young girl that has cancer and she, she's, like, 16. She's, like, young. But she starts dating this, like, 23-year-old drug dealer. It's just, it's just sad. It's, it was just really sad. That's a wild ride. Wow. Yeah. And it was, it was based in Sydney. It was a, I thought it was a good film. Yeah. It was just a bit sad, but... Like, you talk to a lot of other people. Like, I remember the guy at my work, and he goes, like... They were talking about Stan and how they think it's shit. Yeah. Because it has... Oh, that's the Australian one, isn't it? And I'm like... Ah! You... Ah! It's so annoying, because, like... I remember it so much growing up, when, like, people were really young, and no one really knew any better. It was just like, fuck, I wish I lived in America. Yeah. And I'm like... Ah! But obviously I was then, I was like, yeah, me too, man. How sick would L.A. be? <laughs> but, Self-driving cars, bro. Yeah, but... I love Elon Musk it's, so much. It's... And it's, it's, you know, it's just been rapid. They're, they're the cultural powers of the world. And the yeah. reason why that we don't produce, like Australia doesn't produce a lot of good TV shows, all we've really got is like Neighbours and like Home and Away, just like, because it's expensive. Dog shit TV. Yeah. Because it's expensive to produce and create all these things, which means if you're an Australian actor, it's a million times harder to get. Not saying that being an actor, even in the States, is a walk in a park, mm-hmm. but I would say it's a lot easier yeah. than what it is to be an Australian actor and go And back, the same and is global. the case with authors as well. Author, yeah. Yeah. Fucking no. Authors, musicians, like... Yeah. Music, I understand, is a bit different because, like, the government does kind of subsidise music because every, yeah. every... Well, recent, not recently. Well, well but yeah, there's again, tri- Triple J. Pre-code. Like, yeah. It does kind of subsidise it because true. that's, like... I think a lot of people that send to Triple J don't realise that that is government funded. Mm. And yeah. it shouldn't be. Yeah, my Just tax dollars yeah. are... Put, yeah. <laughs> hack shouldn't be funded by the government. Fuck you, but, hack. But, like... Yeah, you hear that, Tom Tillis? It's just, like... It doesn't surprise me that the only big things that come out of Australia are shit like the Big Les show. Yeah. Or... Fuck, what's another one? Those... Like, fucking those Chris Lilly things. Yeah. It's just not surprising that those are the things that come out of Australia. It's because the reason why they're funny <clears throat> is because of the, the shock value. Like, that's, that's what it is. And I would say Big Les show is infinitely more funny than, than Chris Lilly. Oh my god, yeah. Like, Chris Lilly kind of just uses, like... He's <laughs> just kind of a dick. Oi, the, fuck off the, this. Yeah, he's kind of, like, a dick for the sake of being a dick. Like, the, at least the Big Les show has some really funny, like... Money bees, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> no big bitch Would you like fries with that... Like, at least that... Yeah. Like, that's kind of... Like, I remember when I was in... I was on a plane from... Helsinki in Finland to Moscow in Russia. I was sitting next to some Irish guy. He was just fucking talking me ear off about the Bingley show. Yeah, what a king. He was just talking me ear off. And I, I love like, Irish. And that's, that's, but that's how Australia's culture gets mm. out there. It's from these, yeah. it's from fucking YouTubers. Yeah, it's, it's like from Auntie Donna. Shit like it's Auntie from, Donna. From the random, like, dude, like, 
doing that whole with the audio about like why don't you stop being such a yeah it's it's the only way that Australians show their culture off to the world yeah is on fucking TikTok or yeah like grassroots YouTube shit the shit's like you know stuff's getting on Netflix after but like even something like Auntie Donna and they're my favourite produced in America produced by fucking Bingo they went to LA yeah Yeah, I'm just like so this is a these are the guys whose offices are literally in Brunswick so I could probably hop on my bike and be there in 20 minutes um they've like made YouTube content homegrown, but the only way they got their big break is, is by having to go by to going America. to LA, yeah, and LA. having that created, yeah, imported, yeah, to to back here, yeah. <clears throat> it's just like we have literally lost our like we've lost so much, yeah. And this from, is from this fucking trade deal, and, this and that's is, just yeah, from yeah. culture. That's yeah. not even from an economic or an employment, yeah, terms of view, and it makes me so. Sad. It's the reason it, it why I love Australian football. Depresses me. Yeah. Yeah. It's the reason why I'll always be around for Australian football, no matter what. I do like that about is. footy. It's just yeah. it's like uniquely ours. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No it's... one else. Like, remember we had like when my brother was playing footy a couple of years ago. We had like American, like because dad goes to the states a lot. Yeah. So we had like American, um, like some business people come over and they're watching the footy on the TV. Yeah. They were dumb shock. They had no fucking idea what was going on. And I was like, yeah, good. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can someone yeah, explain you, it? Yeah. No. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to know what's going on. Yeah. Just nothing. <laughs> yeah. And when they do, do do it, you end up like with someone like Mason Cox, who maybe he's good at football, but yeah, everything is sort of, you know, as soon as you hear him speak, you don't give a shit about like his footballing skills because hearing a Texan with an Australian accent is weird. one of the most horrific things. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, moving on from this subject because we have yeah, a sorry. bit of an agenda. I've got a bit nostalgic. Um, I'm going to go into some a little bit of an, a, like a, a nasty issue because this is a political podcast and if you're going to talk about politics, you're going to have to talk about the conduct of the government of the day, which has been pretty average in the last six weeks. Um, so we've had the Brittany Higgins alleged rape case, Christian Porter being the accused rapist of a woman in 1988, and more recently, the Liberal staffer who thought it would be a really good idea to have a toss on the on a, the desk of a female Liberal MP. What a weirdo. Yeah, what no. What a weirdo. That's... Can you imagine doing that in any other workplace? No. I couldn't imagine... Like, I can't imagine doing it, and I can't even, and I can't even get close to fathoming thinking you'd be going to take it, a video. Even do it at, like, even doing it at home. Yeah, that's no. That's fucking weird. You go, strange. Like, you go to your housemate's desk. Yeah. Oi! Oi! Fucking strange. But it's been really significant. I mean, last, last podcast, I didn't really want to touch on it, but I think it's sort of our duty because at this point, Labor actually has now pulled ahead in the two-party preferred measure in the most recent use poll, which is the most respected polling service in the country. And they're now ahead 52-48. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, this comes in the context of about literally six weeks ago, so not even two months ago. It was considered that Scott Morrison was probably going to call an early election mm. because he had a substantial lead over... That was Albanese. my prediction. Yeah. That was my prediction. I, and, it, and it was... This isn't just us, like, riffing. This was getting around in circles that Morrison was gearing up to call an election nice mm. and early because of the COVID success. That's now not going to happen um, because of the last six weeks. No. So most recently, the most recent development is now that a Liberal backbencher called Andrew Laming, who is the uh, current, current MP of Bowman Inn in eastern Brisbane, 
is quitting politics next election because he's been alleged to have harassed two women from his electorate um, and has also decided it would be a good idea to take a photo of a woman bending over just around the street. Thought it would be funny to take a photo of her underwear, which is a crime. It's, it's a criminal offence. And then put on his Facebook after these accusations come up, and I'm going to quote directly... Um, in this climate, I willingly apologise. I didn't even know f- what for at 4pm when I did it, Lamming wrote. And this is from The Guardian. Following it up with three tongue sticking out emojis and a heart eyes emoji. So, Andrew... Not, not a Rhodes Scholar. No. Yeah. So, his Facebook account's been kicked off. So, Facebook's had enough of him. Oh, my God. Have yeah. they trumped him? Yeah, they've trumped Damn. him. He's also been alleged Damn. to have bullied and harassed Labor's Kim Richards, who's the MP of the neighbouring electorate of Redlands. So, he's gone. This is also a party with currently a one-seat majority in the House of Reps. Yeah, that's why he's not resigning now. Which is not why he's not resigning now. He's resigning at the next election. So, a uh, bit gone on. Um, it's not... It's a really volatile situation, and Morrison's desperately looking for something to be a circuit breaker to all this. And amongst that, Brisbane's gone into lockdown because a bunch of people have contracted the British variant of COVID, including a nurse who hasn't been vaccinated Fuck, yet. A nurse. Yeah. Who? Um. So the nur- This nurse has didn't wasn't vaccinated. Mm. Um. And she and her sister went to New South Wales. And went out at two busy restaurants in Byron Bay while infectious. Did they know? With the British variant, no. Okay, fair enough. But these are people, this, especially the nurse, would, be, would have been vaccinated if there wasn't a... Delay? Yeah. Monumental delay in actually vaccinating the population. So, yeah. Well, there could be some more cricket in this. We're hoping that this will get knocked on the head very quickly, true. but... These pods are really nice. These pods are really good. How many have we got left? Well, sorry, I've been Four pods. Them Dude, sorry. eat them. I'll um, sell them all. To be honest, like, the delay... Like, I understand why there's been a delay. Mm. The EU doesn't want to send any of their vaccines to us. And in my opinion... Mm. They're right. Fair enough. Yeah. When people are just like, they need it more than us. Yes, they do. They totally need it more than us. <laughs> people are still di- like like hundreds of people are still dying each day in yeah. like in like Italy and Spain and shit. And I'm just like, yeah, I reckon it's fair that they keep them. Yeah. Like, yes, we're gonna have these little tiny outbreaks, and they suck. I understand that, but it's those three day, four day, five day lockdowns that have been proven to work if you just jump on them quickly. Yeah. I would much yeah. rather that. Yeah. For another couple months. To let other countries get their shit together, because they because they do need it, like like. In fairness to, the state premiers. Nothing for that fuckwit, in the PM's office. Yeah. Who has done nothing? It's been the state premiers who have done everything. Yeah. They have gotten it right, and they are the ones that have kept us safe. Um. <laughs> and. We do not need it anywhere near as much as what other countries do. Yeah. I think that's my overall contention with that. And I'm really not... 
<laughs> I'm, I'm really not fussed if I have to get vaccinated either, like, in October or November. Yeah. I'm not fussed when I'm vaccinated, but my issue is more so that the fact that we've been hearing for the last two months... Yeah, about, they, they have been lying. We're going to be vaccinating this many people per day, and we're going to be at this point for this time, like, and it's going to start now. Oh, wait, no, no, it's two weeks have you, later. Have you noticed that Trump is, like, the complete... No, not Trump, fuck. We've been talking about Trump before the podcast. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you noticed that Scott Morrison is, like, the complete opposite of Joe Biden? Yeah. Joe Biden... Like the, the the thing about Joe Biden is that under-promise he's, he's an underpromiser, yeah. overdeliverer. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> Morrison is an extreme overpromiser, and then just doesn't deliver. Full just, stop. Yeah, doesn't deliver. <laughs> full stop. Remember that app that we spent like seventy five million dollars on? Oh my god! It's like if you want to be able to hang out with your friends by August of twenty twenty. Yeah. Download this app, and it's caught like what twelve cases. Yep. Um, and my, my personal favorite part is like, you download this app, it, it, it works in the background, you don't have to worry about it, just keep your phone always on, your Bluetooth always on, like, I'm sorry man, but I have an iPhone 6, if I did that, I would run out of charge within about 90 minutes. Mm. Um, yeah, pretty boss. That was a good effort from them, but... Nah, good, yeah, good run, nice try. They kind of fucked it. Back in the sheds, have a shower, mm. hop out next week, you'll be right. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, so the communication, I think, is the biggest issue, because they just haven't been upfront with people. And because they haven't been up front with people, we're now expecting that... How can they be? They don't even know the fuck. I don't... Well, at least tell people it's a volatile situation. Because I think the the votership would respect a government which didn't pretend that one thing was going on when everyone can see what's actually going on. I don't really know what... Well, because now they're getting News Corp turning on them. Just see Tracy Grimshaw? Yeah, I did see that. That's on News... That's on That's Fairfax. Giant... uh, Costello, but still... And you, 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 yeah. It won't be long. It won't be long. I reckon they're going for a Frydenberg leadership spill. You, you reckon nah, they can't. Well? They can't do a leadership spill. You know, Morrison changed the rules. Yeah, true, he did, didn't he? So it's, you don't know. You need more than you need two thirds of the caucus to to sign to say that we want a leadership mm, spill. Yeah. But, but I, that's I, for the I, Liberal Party. I'm not sure about the Labor Party. I reckon, but that's I reckon the they're going party. maybe for leadership change. Not if not at the not now, but at the election. Fuck! It can't be Frydenberg. It, it might be, have to be because Morrison's be. not done a good job. I really actually quite liked the Tracy Grimshaw interview, not for the interview content at all, but just for the fact that he turned down Lee Sales about eight or nine times, then rocked up to come <laughs> Only to go on Tracy yeah, With this big, shit-eating smile uh, on his face, expecting to get some absolute dicks, and Grimshaw was actually held into account, and he cracked the shit. You know, he tried to sue Wiley Dully. Yeah, yeah. Because Wiley Dully asked him... I don't remember what he asked him about. It was probably something about immigration, because yeah, he was in home affairs. Yeah, what I mean, yeah. I stopped these. Yeah. Not big guy. I can't gum. believe I sympathise for Wally Dali. Oh, Dude, Wally Dali used to be the Richmond mascot in the early 2000s. Really? I'm not even kidding. You shouldn't have never given it up. I would have liked him a lot more. He's, yeah, he's an interesting guy because I feel like I agree with him when he's not speaking about politics. And then he speaks about politics and I'm like, oh God. Like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. No, but it's obvious that he's a very intelligent man. Oh, oh totally. He is so whip clever. It's just that... Some, it's just yeah. that, I don't know if it's just him being on the project. It's him being on these outlets. I had the last one, sorry. <gasps> I'm going to pull the dust into my Yeah, mouth. fair enough. But it's just him being on these outlets and the... the they, they... They get told what to say. They don't choose what to say. Like, obviously. And therefore... They are lying to the public. They yeah. lie to the public on a daily fucking basis. And it shits me. It makes me lose respect for most journalists. Mm-hmm. It really does. Like, when I found out that Scott Morrison was going on a current affair. Yeah, I know. Out of what all... the fuck? 
You're going yeah. to go be interviewed by the woman that goes like, let's hunt down these dull bludgers. Yeah, I know. Oh, what about all these companies that aren't paying anything in tax that if they did pay half a year's worth of tax, it would be as though the dull bludgers are paying back 80 times what they owe. Yeah. Fuck off, Tracy. It's, yeah, <laughs> Fuck off. I, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a strange old world when the Prime Minister comes out to speak and it's not on the um, publicly funded, publicly paid oh, for what a joke. Um, news channel, but Come, it's, on it, it's, it's on an ex It's on the treasurer. ex-treasurer's yeah. fucking outlet. Which, he just, which is just used to smash people for not paying tax, but not See, companies. Costello so should we know who to hate. Costello should yeah. stick to his lane, which is maths. Yeah, of he course. He knows maths. Yep. Yeah. Stick to it, bro. Come on, bro. Stick to it. I haven't been watching maths this year. I watched, I've I, never seen I it. I barely... Wa- I watched, a, like, two episodes of it last year, and I felt, like, physically no, sick. No, I, I watched an ad that was, like... But I really, loved it. I was watching an ad for it that was really good, and it was just, like... It was just, like... It was really interesting. I thought it was just, like, the most stereotypical, like, couple going to, like... I don't know if it was, like, counselling or, like, therapy, but they're both on a couch... And, like, the man is sitting at the very end of the couch. Yep. And nice. his, his legs are crossed, and he's leaning back, and he's, like... He's just, like, looking very obviously angry. He's just, like... Because, <sighs> and then the woman... Shaking his head just a little, <laughs> then, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and then the the woman is on the other... Like, the very, very other side of the couch, just complaining, like, listing off things. Just, like, he's lazy, he doesn't cook, he doesn't clean. Do you know what it's like with having someone burp in your face? And I was, like... That's all I need. Yeah. Thank you for this ad. I didn't even <laughs> skip it. That's all I need to know a about short maths. six seconds. Yeah. Yeah, nice. It's all I need to know. And it was just like, there was no music behind it. I was just like, I just really liked this little minute long Slot, piece. Slice of life. That's all I needed. Thank you, thank you Channel 9, for advertising. That's so That's funny. all I needed. No, I like that. Yeah. Maths. Maths. Fuck, yeah. guys in my work love maths, man. I'm it's really interesting hearing, like, this guy just talk about... Did you watch the drama on maths the other night? No. What happened? Please detail me. It's a 45-minute discussion. You know, yeah, he was just like, he was just talking, it was like, this one guy and this one girl got into a fight and he walked away from the dinner table. Fuck. I was like, damn. You know what that says? Girl boss. She no, nah, but actually, I I like the women on those shows so much more than I like the men. Yeah, the blokes just ah oh, yeah. Because they guess. just they they just kind of look like the, oh. the, the men just kind of look squirmy. They're but like, at least like at least some of the women are funny. Yeah. And two, they don't back down. No. They don't back down from a fight. The guys. They're very just, they're very strong willed, but just, the guys yeah. just seem like really like blobby. They're just sound boxes. Like yeah. It's literally just like you try and get like a, a perfect cross section of the Australian. You yeah, see, at least the, like at and least you the, just put sounds on. Television. At least, the, at least the women have some personality, have some like personality trait. But it seems that every single man that's on that show oh, yeah, is a cinder block. Yeah, <laughs> they look sound, and I'm sure that their brain is in the same shape yeah. as a cinder block. It's the same. Like, well, it's what they actually use them for after maths. If they're um, if they're deemed <laughs> not successful, they actually reuse the male members on the block. <laughs> to, to build people's bathrooms, dude. I swear. There's that Jeremy. He was on season no, two. How are you, man? I oh, swear yeah, they do that bad. though. Like Channel Ten does that. Like I remember, like, like I've the, seen this. Couple no, before. but the Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing ads for like the Bachelor a couple years ago. Was just some guy that was on another Channel Ten reality show. Yeah. 
No, they used that for the Bachelorette. It was the girl who did it from was... Gogglebox. Yeah, yeah, she was on Gogglebox. Fuck. And, like every viewer's gone. Fuck! I didn't mind her talking about a random TV show. Let's see her on another yeah, so TV let's, show. So let's let's get her comment. Like, let's get the woman who comments on the Bachelorette for a living yeah. to go on the Bachelorette to comment on the men on the trying to woo her on the Bachelorette. Yeah. Like some guy in the channel in, in Channel Ten, like internal communication, just sitting there, just going, "Fuck boys, boys and girls," just like smacking himself in the head because it's the blo- it's the it, it'll be boys who'd pick it for, for the bachelor. Oh, you reckon? Oh yeah. Espe- especially especially never, on commercial TV. I never watch the shows; they only just get plastered on ads every year. Oh, they yeah. Like, <laughs> I think the only time I've. Again, do you know what's fucking I've interesting? Only, I've only watched maps and shit like that through Friendly George. Also, have you, have you noticed with all of our reality shows, they're American. Yeah. And we just import them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, make them in our own shit, probably shitter ways. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the American mildly ones. worse. But like yeah. The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, it's American. I like Survivor. I watched Survivor. Yeah, from time well, Survivor to time. was the first reality TV show. Yeah, and Survivor is again American. What are the other? Is Maths American or is that ours? You've got no idea. I really, to be fair, I don't tell you. I hope it's ours. Yeah, me too. Love um, Island is that British? That's British. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to marry Harry. What were the Australian? The version? Housewives. The Housewives. Oh, yeah, the Housewives. Housewives yeah. What would be the Australian version of I want to marry Harry? Like I don't put know what Harry that is. Windsor. They, well, the idea was that they got someone who looked like Harry Windsor. So Prince Harry yeah. on a dating show like The Bachelor, and then like everyone was under the impression that he was that he was Prince Harry, and then at the end really? of the show when he's about to like like taking the um I don't know the, I don't know if they got married or whatever, but who whoever won whatever girl he ended up picking, he's like oh I'm not really Prince Harry will you still marry me? <laughs> I'm just wondering Whoa. who would be the Australian person, Carl Sanderlands. It just seems to go, ah! Again, soundbound. Eddie Maguire. Clark Palmer. Eddie Maguire. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what, though, like, oh. <laughs> the British are fucking funny. They're, I, they're funny. Yeah. I, like, their reality shows are fucking funny. <laughs> That's such a cruel concept. You think you're gonna marry a literal prince? I know. And he's just like, ooh, pranked. What? Pranked, bros? I'm just, just marry, a random You're just, gonna, you're just yeah. gonna marry this random ginger from, yeah. from fucking Croydon or something. I don't actually oh, know what happened. Oh, that's so um, funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I think I saw like the evidence of that clip on like. Do you remember that old show that I forgot his name? Tom Ballard did on ABC. It was like the. I don't know. Can't remember. <laughs> Tom Ballard. No, well. I was watching, like, I don't know, I remember seeing somewhere, when I was in the UK, there was this show on TV. It yeah. Was when I was in, a, like, when I was in the UK. It was, like, midnight, and obviously, like, you're jet lag, can't really sleep, and I just put on, like, I think it was, like, ITV or something, and there was yes. this show where this, this film crew pays for this 18-year-old kid to go on, like, a holiday. It's, it's mainly boys that they do. Yeah. It's, like, to go on a holiday to, like, um... Kind of like the Gold Coast, but in Spain. Yeah. If that makes sense. And it, where they just get rowdy, obviously. It's like an 18-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing schoolies. They're going to be doing some fucked shit. And then the parents are watching them. Yes! In a car across the road, go into like a strip club. And then while there is, while this guy's going to go lap dance, his parents just walk in. Oh, no! And I was just like, 
That is the funniest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> I, I rate that so highly. Yeah. That, Take my that, money. This that is what my taxes kid, should go with. That before. kid. Yeah. This should be on SBS. It should be. That should be publicly subsidised. Yeah. That is so but, funny. Actually, tell you what, import everything. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, fuck the yeah, Americans. At least that's British. Yeah, at least it's British. <laughs> god, that's that, funny. That poor kid. Could you imagine? Like, the, again, the Australian version, like, you're just rocking up, you go to Revs. <laughs> it's like and revs you, three a.m. and you walk, you walk, you walk and your parents walk in and see you in the in the oh toilets. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> weren't we talking about trees? Yeah. Start, anyway, um, okay. Quiz question. Yeah. You can't look at the note. Okay. Uh, how many jobs will be lost this week because of the stopping of JobKeeper? How many? Fuck! I got no idea. A lot. Give us a ballpark. Thousands? Hundreds of thousands? 150,000 jobs. Yeah, nah. So, in short, exporting your jobs and then giving you no money if your jobs disappear. Cheers! Thanks, bro. Seriously, 150k? Yeah. I hate the fact that that exists. That makes me so sad. Yeah. I'm very worried that we're becoming America 2.0. We're just becoming We're just going to have these towns like Detroit where yeah. no one leaves there because there used to be a bustling, booming car industry. Geelong, my friend. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like Geelong, Shepparton, I'm sure, like yeah. Bendigo. Yeah. Um, interesting here as well is that the, um, so the worst hit Melbourne suburb mm. or sort of area... area. Which is Windenham. Doesn't surprise me. Guess it was about 7,000 jobs. Fuck. Yeah. In the last, what, X amount of time? But I think the job keeper term. Actually, I think I think that's from that's really from you the start You know, it would be so sick yeah. if he invested in social housing and infrastructure. Wouldn't it just? Where you could create loads of jobs instead of saying, home builder. Are you a lawyer <laughs> looking for an even bigger house than yeah. your four-story Do you house? want a extra garage? We will give garage. you $50,000 to get a brand new <laughs> man cave. Man cave. <laughs> wow. No, I think Thanks, Scotty. The best uh, thing about... The only thing better than that would be to advertise that in seven, mate. <laughs> hey! Are you looking for a bigger man cave? All that extra Sharky's memorabilia you can't fit into oh, your living room? Oh, shut up. Oh, my God. I can't believe that that was even a thing. Like, the, the home builder scheme where it's just like... Move we'll, we'll... to Lansfield. <laughs> Did anyone... Was that a, at all successful? I have no Did idea. Did anyone... No, no one, I can't imagine I haven't people read it in media, so Where people have not. lost all their money and the only way to be eligible is if you have... 30 grand yeah. in fucking disposable income. That's going to end well. It's pretty brain what dead. What the hell? Like, Who's the infrastructure minister? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't get why... Yeah, social housing infrastructure just makes sense, doesn't it? The minister for employment is Michaelia Cash. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, you idiot? Oh, there's a cabinet reshuffle today. Yeah. All I know is... Do you that, have your um, laptop? I actually kind of want to look at that. Yeah, I do have my laptop. But Peter Dutton is now the minister for defence. Yeah. That's weird. Which is... Gonna, that's bad. 
take the defense. The defense. Do you know to... that? Like, I've only kind of just been thinking about like researching about defense. They have a lot more power in this country than what I thought. Yeah. The defense industry publicly funds all these like institutes and think tanks. Yeah. That lobby the government and say, "Hey, you should buy some submarines." Okay, we'll buy these German ones that are good and cheap. No, no, not those ones. Buy the French ones that are worse and more expensive. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so... Who's revving? Our new Home Affairs Minister is Karen Andrews, former Industry Minister. So she's been promoted. Whoa, so Christian Porter and Linda Reynolds yeah, have been dumped. Both, so, they're, so, they, so are they the, the so, backbench? Yeah, so Christian Porter's taking on the... um the What did I just say? He's, to be fair industry to minister. Christian Porter, yeah. a very intelligent man. Like, y- you want... Someone like Christian Porter in your cabinet. He's obviously a yeah. lot smarter than a lot of those other backbenchers, I think. Mm. Mm. Personally, I still I, hate him. I, I would still hate him. In my cabinet. I wouldn't want him in the building. Yeah, but they don't fucking care about exactly. that. Exactly. They don't That's care right. about that. Um, Reynolds is taking the government services, and you'll love this, the NDIS. Uh, That's su- like, that is just a fuck just you, Bill Shorten. Just pissing all over Bill yeah. Shorten. Yeah, let's just, let's just compl- continue to... How sad would you be every day if you woke up and you were Bill Shorten? Oh, I know. Like... Every every day, basically, since the um the two thousand nineteen federal election, there's just been like a, a slow and methodical yeah. taking of the L on Bill Short well, by the entire. Liberal for government. those of you who aren't aware, the NDIS is the National Disability Insurance Scheme, which was basically started by Bill Short. Yeah, and, and it's a really the, great initiative. The Liberal Party has done everything they can to destroy it. Yeah, and I, if you if you notice, like the great things that Labor Party um. Labor people have done something weird about them trying to destroy it, whether it be Hawks, Medicare, Keating, superannuation, or um, what's it called? Fucking, we just said it. The NDIS. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just will do everything they can to just destroy it, and superannuation is the one that really makes me sad. Yeah. Like Scott Morrison saying. Alright, well, if you're fleeing domestic violence and you don't have any money, just take, take it out of your super. You'll be right. No Fuck dramas. You. Fuck off. Fuck you. You're a... Oh. Yeah, that Ke- makes me so sad. Keating was out again saying how we need to raise <laughs> how much, what you percentage need to, yeah. to be paid. Because wage growth hasn't grown at no. all. I love when Keating fronts the media and he's like really old and he's like shaking. He's like, this is Scott Morris, man. He's a fucking buffoon. Yeah, no. I know. <laughs> He looks like this frail old man who just proceeds to dunk on everyone yeah, in, the, in government. I fucking love him. He's so funny. I love him so much. And he would still run rings my, around the I've got family who are um, Keating, so we call Paul, Paul Keating Uncle Paul. He's not our actual uncle, but in my yeah, mind, um, he played backyard cricket with me at family Christmas. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to think that I'm related to him too, yeah. but I'm not, sadly. And that's probably just about it, I think, for Is this it? sixth episode. Yeah. Right. Good amount of time. Yeah, good chat. Good time. Earlier time slot. Um, yep, yeah, nah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to... Yeah. I want to hear you slowly. Yeah. Um, we may be taking a relatively short break in the next, next month or couple so. weeks. Next couple of weeks. I'm not... I'm not sure. It's all depending on me. Yeah, it all, sure it all depends on um, what um, Boris Jonasson decides <laughs> to do with himself. Yeah. Um, 22, 21 that, and 22 Jump Street, notable actor, Jonah Hill. Thank you. Um, that will very be, impressive. That will be disclosed also. in a later podcast. Yeah. For the six of you who listen. Yeah, so stay tuned. Um, 
I don't know if I can call you guys. I kind of, I, like, I kind of want to know who you are. Like, yeah, we, we obviously know you. Yeah, DM anonymous. DM the Instagram page. Yeah. Via anonymous account or something. Just give us some clues. We're gonna try and guess it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Au revoir. Uh, Charles. I always forget how to.